0: Welcome to Season 1, Episode 15 of Four Seasons in a Funeral, a show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and some descriptor fifth season. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 15 of Fringe, Inner Child. My name is David, and joining me today are Nick and Charlie.
1: Hi, I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Charlie. And I love that David couldn't get through his own dumb joke without laughing at it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> get better interest. Man. That's all I have to say about this. Get better interest. I'm
0: sorry. I did exactly what you asked. Use used some, subscri- <laughs> <just> some descriptor.
2: <laughs> boo thank
0: you very much (laughs) don't know why you're booing me
2: i hope you realize this means i'm just gonna have to keep insulting you on every one of my intros (laughs) until you change and get better intros (laughs) that's that's the only way i can deal with this
1: i'm gonna buy david a thesaurus for his birthday
2: (laughs) don't even do that figure out if you can get a subscription to thesaurus.com and get him one of those somehow feels worse
1: (laughs) does thesaurus.com have a premium plan I hope so. Or am I just going to have to build a bot?
0: <laughs> I'm sure it does. Did you guys enjoy the uh, name of the last
2: episode, by the way? Uh, on Podbean? Yeah. Yes. Well, that episode 11 you? is what you mean by that. Uh, cough, cough. Oh, oh
1: right (laughs) we're so far ahead right surprise we record in advance
2: who would have guessed it um but yes uh i do do like boundless anger um you're back to good puns there david uh i enjoyed episode
0: i have a great title for episode 12 queued up as well Mm -hmm. which uh everyone else has probably already well has definitely seen which is called the no gooder Nice oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's Boundless Anger and The No-Gooder I'm glad <laughs> that they
2: already have an idea of how we feel about episodes before they even start listening So that people can <laughs> decide whether they want to be listening to
1: the episode It's
0: important It's also because I write these episode titles like in a blind panic Before just like, <laughs> trying to get these uploaded
1: <laughs> I mean, as you should It's
2: the only way Also, um, as we're speaking, we're currently sitting at 98 downloads on Podbean So woo. We're only two away from from 100. Uh, If we have any way of being able to track the 100th, that'd be cool, but that's not a thing.
1: Or even tell which of those are from other podcast services.
2: Yes, exactly. I can't wait to be like, thanks, Spotify, for the 100th download.
0: I mean, I can tell what service they're coming from and what country the download is coming from.
2: But that's pretty much it. Honestly, that's for the best, but... (laughs) I don't need to know more.
1: (laughs) We can backtrace the IP address. (laughs)
2: I'm pretty sure the start of their IP address had a six five four in it for some reason. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, in case you're wondering what time pe- time period we're recording this in, don't worry about it. The world's still on fire. That's all you need to know. I <laughs> would say the world's more on fire now. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't know if you guys saw a while ago, but someone posted like a comedy sketch, like YouTube video about them like explaining to their January self.
1: What oh yes like. i saw that she was really good in that she, it was
0: really funny she posted a sequel <laughs> Ooh, uh nice. that's essentially because the original was in april so it's from april explaining everything that happened in january yeah and then now it's now from april and literally it starts with the april person going wait what it got it, what it gets worse what
1: <laughs> yeah she's like i'm you from june and it's like you want to hear the good news or the bad news and it's like i don't what, what how could it be worse and it's like murder hornets you kidding me murder hornets <laughs>
0: I mean, the first video also has a great joke where uh, the January person references the uh, Australian wildfires. <laughs> oh, yeah. And April person's just like, oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> right. that, was... that was this year, too.
1: I think God. the best joke in the second one, though, is like, are, are we in the bread making phase yet? And it's like, yeah, I got my own sourdough starter kit. It's just her future self gives her a look of pure disappointment.
0: <laughs> <This> <laughs> so much disgust.
1: <laughs> hey David, I bet she uses a bread maker, too. Oh, She's the best
0: thing! Oh, disgusting. She was definitely also Canadian because she dropped A's like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: would like to hear. It.
0: All right. Uh, anyways, uh, that's I guess what we've been up to because once again, it's still chaos and no one's doing anything.
2: So I got. Well, people game. are
1: doing something. That's your hit for hint for when we're recording. People yes. are doing something. People are doing something, and oh. some people are supportive of it, of it, and some people aren't.
0: Man, when this episode comes out, hopefully the world's still alive and still around.
2: You mean there's not a second civil war happening? Oh my
0: god, boo. (laughs) okay uh so episode 15 of season one of fridge inner child uh the tv guide summary for this is olivia establishes a silent bond with a mute child who has been living under a building targeted for demolition and their connection coincides with the reappearance of a serial killer who is known for macabre public displays of his deadly deeds
1: man someone got real happy with that alliteration at the end oh yeah seriously
0: displays of his deadly deeds 3d I also barely got the word macabre out yes you did <laughs>
2: what, what was the what was the hope while you were saying
1: it though macabra yeah i was about to say macabra hey that's that sounds like a pokemon name
0: it definitely is a pokemon it's, it's oh no macrabra.
1: macrabra it's gonna be Macabra and it's gonna be a psychic water and it's gonna be a crab with a top hat and a wand or,
2: or and, it's galarian abra until it reaches like level whatever
1: whatever <laughs> It's Basically, Abra, but a crab. Yes.
2: The uh, the
0: Pokemon DLC comes out soon. That's exciting.
1: Sorta. Oh yeah, I should and look into that. Kind of cool. mad
2: about it. I I can't wait for that DLC to the game that I don't own.
0: Get Pokemon. Get Pokemon purely so I can destroy you.
2: No.
1: <laughs> Get, Get Pokemon so I can tell you what our one friend's team is, and then you can destroy him. Even though I told him I wouldn't tell you what his team is.
2: Oh, you mean like that time where he accidentally sent me Gengar? Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: As if that didn't already tell me what his team was. (laughs) I mean, there are two
0: options there.
2: Yeah, everyone builds poison teams, right? Oh,
0: man, I I would destroy. (laughs) No, I wouldn't
2: but but
1: also just, <laughs> you would build a team just to go my steel team would ruin this in a second
0: i'm like I, I am excited for the dlc because the new rival is a poison type trainer for sword and i'm like they're there's going to be so destroyed with my level <laughs> 100 6iv <six> pokemon <laughs> wrecks them oh god
1: <laughs> okay on to the episode i guess <laughs> cuz this is actually a good episode it is and um i guess i know the ending and nick knows the ending of this is a very important episode, I'll say.
2: It is definitely a very important episode.
1: This might be the most important single episode in the series.
2: Yeah. Okay, let's not get too spoilery with uh, with
0: what we say, guys. So. Uh, uh, don't worry. Yeah, I'm cause... not going to speak
2: too much yeah. because I don't want to be spoiling things.
1: Yeah, I yeah. and I mean you're going to forget about this and then get angry about it later. So.
0: Well, yeah, yes, exactly. but that's that's a me thing. I'm sure other people <laughs> haven't had four concussions, so they can remember things. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh we start in a sort of uh construction site we have two random dudes which is usually never a good sign for their livelihood that they're in the cold open of a fringe episode and they are discussing sort of how to properly destroy this building or their demolition team and they're setting up like the charges who oh, I believe, right? They're doing the explosion for it, or I think yeah, that's yeah. what I got, yeah.
1: They're doing, like, their last sweep to make sure that everyone's out of the building so that they can blow it all to smithereens because they just kicked, like, a hobo out. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: yeah. They're uh, basically finishing up. They're going out to lunch because uh, they're about to blow up the building, and they're doing, like, the standard sort of, like, cold open banter before something terrible
2: happens.
1: Ah, they're guys and they're friends and they like life and happiness and you're like, eh, which one's gonna get turned inside out by someone sneezing?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, the important thing to remember is they don't like you. Don't get a sob story from one of them. So it's not like, oh well, he's dead. Um, they're just they're just dudes.
0: Yeah. I mean, people have said less and still been horribly murdered in the fringe cold open. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, but they also don't go out of their way to be like, oh man, I can't wait to go home to, like, you know, feed <laughs> feed my wife and kid who has, you know, brain cancer right now or something <laughs> like that.
0: I'm so glad I have this job to pay for his cancer treatments. <laughs> Without oh, me, man. they would die.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I'm about to get my pension too because I'm just three minutes from retirement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh one of the construction workers um as they start exiting out sort of freezes and he goes like he has like a look on his face and he's sort kind of zones out and the other guy's like hey what's wrong and he's like uh like uh, uh i don't know like i i i got a feeling and he sort of runs back into the building and tells his friend to like tell them to pause on blowing it up and sounds, they, sounds uh, like
2: what david does to npcs whenever we miss plot hooks and uh D <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, one of the NPCs suddenly stops moving and goes, wait, come back this way. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone follow me to the plot.
1: (laughs) I have something to tell you.
0: Come back, you forgot this entire thing. Listen, that's what I try to do before you kidnap them and kill them.
2: (laughs) No idea what you're talking about. I don't kill them. Yeah, you just kidnap them. Exactly. Uh
0: (laughs) Uh, but but yeah, so feels- they rush back in, and then he's talking about how there is some sort of uh, area not marked in the blueprints that he's suspicious about, and they go up down to, like, the bottom floor, and he's, like, he's, he's like kicking on the floor, and there's, like, this huge ringing noise, and he's like, listen, look, it's hollow, there's something under us. And uh, the other guy's like, no, but it just says on the map that it's just pure foundation, it's all concrete, and he's like, yeah, but it's obviously hollow, and they're arguing, and he's, like, kicking on it, and then suddenly the, the ground kicks in, and they're, uh in this underground area. And uh, they managed to tell their boss to like, "Hey, let's not blow this place up. Let's do a little bit of investigation." And they're investigating it. And they uh, see movement and eventually put their flashlight on a uh, golem.
2: Yep, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was poor poor child.
0: Small, bald, pale child with like a big cut on his forehead, just with bright red eyes. And this is where I was shocked That the child did not leap out and kill the two men. (laughs) (laughs) I was absolutely shocked by the fact that no one died in this cold open.
1: Didn't go like, holy grail, murderous rabbit
2: on them. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that would have been a good time. Uh, I do also really like how they're like, the the guy who's arguing, um, like they hear like the hull ringing and you're like, oh yeah, no, there's definitely something there. And the guy's like, nah, it's probably just frost damage. I'm like, the fuck does frost damage do that to? Listen, it's the Fringe universe. Frost is real dangerous. I'd like, even, even Steel, that wouldn't work. <laughs> I was very confused, but that, that was just me. That was my kind of like, what the fuck with this, with this episode?
1: <laughs> and then we awaken from the credits to, um, oh God, what's her name? Why am I blanking on the child's name?
2: Come on, man. I believe in you.
1: Uh, uh, Olivia's niece. That's her. Gemma Emma. Oh,
0: Emma. Gamma. Emma? Emma?
1: El- is Ellie, it or, now, now you've Ellie. got me now you've got me oh, someone, someone
2: Google with a question ch- ella it's ella yeah
0: ella, ella, a,
2: a. i was like oh man that was too many e's i was pretty i was pretty sure i had it and then you started saying but like emma and i was like is it emma instead of ella the fuck? <laughs> you guys are supposed to have the good memories guys no uh, her. <laughs> i can't see i, I can't visualize kid. things
1: she's a kid i don't care
2: yikes this is obviously why you didn't like the no-brainer episode uh but yeah no we we start off um with as we've had actually kind of in the past couple episodes um basically all the ones like when we have um olivia's sister and ella around most of the time when we first see meet olivia it's with ella um they're really trying you know they really bring that together um in these episodes
0: they're really trying to get us connected before they murder
2: ella horribly <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about that'll never happen
1: but it's always like brief little almost disjointed scenes where it's like oh aunt liv you're you're awake this is so this is so wonderful. you're like, and then they cut away, and you're like, what's the point of that scene?
2: Well, to be fair, like, the, the whole thing of, hey, I, but my mom's told me I'm not allowed to wake her before this time. Um, yeah, no, you guys had that when you were kids, right? Like, that wasn't just me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. You know, you, you, you'd, you'd wake up, and it would be like 6 a.m., and your parents would be like, no, you're not allowed to leave your room until 7. Why why, right.
0: why would you want your, ch- your parents to wake up? That's prime video games and cartoon time.
2: This is fair. But also my parents were like, No, you, you can't leave your room until seven AM because you know, don't don't just wake up at five and be like, Cool, I'm gonna go watch gonna go watch uh all the all the cartoons now.
0: That's exactly what I used to do.
1: Yeah, that is prime Yu-Gi-Oh! time.
0: I would wake up at like five or six on Saturday mornings, go downstairs, make myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then play video games and watch cartoons. See, my problem was So um,
1: sorry, that that was when you were a kid or like yesterday?
2: When I was a child. See, he doesn't wake up at five or six anymore. You know no. what he does once he gets up is. I name. mean, hey, sometimes I wake up at five or six p.m. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> My favorite sleep schedule.
0: You you both used to live with me. Sometimes I would just wouldn't get up in the morning.
2: Yeah, this you is, know, I, I'd get home from classes and I'd be like, "Oh, David, how were classes?" And you'd be like, "I just got up."
0: <laughs> like David, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. It's like I know. <laughs> it's great That's why i woke up yeah
2: okay Weird. on wasn't. track <laughs> but anyways um we we get the the classic uh olivia gets a phone call and has to leave her, her nice little happy little family moments
1: yeah because um, charlie gets a phone call first yes and he gets a fax and it's not a happy fax
0: no i don't think a fax is ever happy <laughs> Uh, but mm. but yeah, he looks at the facts and it is a very grotesque uh just dolls and it's an invitation. And uh it's pretty clear that it's from a serial killer, because Charlie does not look happy.
1: Yeah And I think it's it's him and Olivia had history with it, right?
2: Yes. This is a yes, closed it's case the, for the them. artist. Though don't we meet the boy like don't we meet the boy in uh the hospital, the hospital? before this uh
1: no, I no? know what you're reading from. Fringe Wiki is out of order on this one.
2: Interesting.
1: It's also only like three paragraphs. It's this nothing. Time.
2: It's actually nothing. Oh,
1: yeah, wow. Charlie gets the facts and is like, hey, um, the artist is back. I need help on this case. And Olivia's like, oh, that's not great. Oh, right, yes.
0: And she's like, okay, I guess I'll come back to the office uh, in like 15 minutes or something. And then she hangs up and then she gets another phone call. And she's like, okay, now it's going to be 14 minutes, but it's uh, broils on the other line.
1: (laughs) I just love, like, also, who does that? You, You have, I'm assuming you have caller ID. If you hang up on someone and you get a phone call back, do you not look at your phone and go, Oh, it's somebody different. Or do you just immediately answer and go something snarky related to my previous one, just so you can have your FBI go- boss go, "Excuse me."
2: Well, it's important. It's important to recognize this. This probably means that it's canon that Charlie is one of those fucking people that double call the double calls. <laughs> yeah, she did that
0: because Charlie will usually hang up on you and then recall you right, right away, going, "Wait, I forgot to say something." <laughs> Oops, I forgot this. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's what happens in TV world when you never say, okay, I'm hanging up, bye. You just randomly hang up.
0: Listen, no one says bye.
2: It wastes too much time.
1: <laughs> Everyone just knows when the conversation is over, and I want to live in that world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I want. it's really scripted, Charlie, that world.
1: <laughs> I want to live in the world that has elements of that, and then the rest of Paddington. <laughs>
2: Paddington,
0: but everyone knows when to stop talking. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so anyways. Royals has her go meet her at um, the children's hospital, and my God, that is just Gollum.
2: Oh yeah, especially when you get him out of there, you're like, ooh, he yeah. really does not belong.
1: Because the kid's like completely bald, like basically looks albino, and has very, very pale blue eyes, just very thin and smooth. Therefore. If you eat it, you'll gain magical powers.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> he also looks like he's not having the best time breathing, which is yes. good.
1: And Walter um, hypothesizes because he lived underground, so his body's used to lower oxygen content. So he's actually suffering from like minor oxygen poison right now, which is why it's making him so hard to breathe.
2: Any of you guys wanted to just have like 100% like oxygen, like pumped into you for a little while? See how that feels? no what do you mean pumped into me i don't know take it you can either take it intravenously that be that'd be a trip or that would know. kill
1: you
0: <laughs> it's actually uh, the cure for COVID-19. hey man it <laughs> you know, was
1: really cool right now <laughs> you know what's real cool right now putting air bubbles in your veins that lead back to your heart
2: yeah that, that would that would just try to kill you i didn't think about that oops <laughs>
1: Hundred percent kills you. That's why you do the little flick, flick, squeeze a little bit out of the needle before you give someone an injection. Yeah, make sure there's no air bubbles.
2: Yeah, I did know that. <laughs> 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 we should shut up now. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so um, Walter's like, okay, we need to quickly give him less oxygen. Uh, give him uh, in order for him to calm down, and the doctor gives him like the sassiest. I don't think so
1: in the world. Just the, it's it's a stone face, and then just a little eyebrow quirk.
0: Going, what are you talking about? That is not how this works.
1: And Walter's like, I know it sounds crazy, but. I'm crazy too. It won't well, no. work. No. no,
0: he goes. I'm smarter than you. Well, well, your well, IQ is not goes, this high. What if you
2: have an, an IQ higher than mine. I'm not interested in what you think. Which, ooh.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's basically the scene from Parks and Rec where Ron Swanson is at like Rona, and they're like, "Can I help you?" And he's like, "I know more than you." <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so she kind of looks at Broyles, and Broyles kind of goes, "Yeah, just just do it." <laughs> And so they, we'll find it. We'll they start it giving him later. less oxygen, and suddenly he's much better all of a sudden. Oh, wow. Shocking! It's
1: incredible.
0: <laughs> Broil or uh, Walter at this point also asks Broyles for something else very important, which is his rec- which is a record player because he wants to play some of his old records. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah, on par with saving a child. And then we cut to a laundromat. The action just keeps on flowing.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Starting out real strong in this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we're at a laundromat, and there is a awkward looking dude trying to basically talk into this girl who has like a bunch of tattoos and like a nose ring, and she like looks real like um like tough, punkish, I guess. Yeah, like punkish. This is what? When did this release again? When did Fringe come out? like uh, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, she would be like prime punk sort of. Uh, so, so David,
2: punk. your type, right? She is,
0: no she she looks her so doesn't isn't
2: brightly colored enough for you.
0: No, she looks too tough for me. Ah. <laughs> again, sad art girls that's that's me that's that's who I'm looking for. Sad but art was, girls and boys uh, oh, what's
1: great is he like he starts getting really creepy with her. And she, like, justifiably is like, hey, man, why don't you just, like, fuck off? Do your laundry. (laughs) Yep. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then very sadly, the camera cuts out, and he's in a wheelchair, and he just kind of sadly wheels himself along, and she's like, oh, shit. It's
2: It's like, oh, no. No, I feel like an asshole.
1: But it turns out to be a ploy, because he goes outside and is trying to load his laundry into his van. And I don't know why she doesn't question. Like, I know you can, but I don't know why she doesn't question how a dude in a wheelchair has a vehicle.
0: <laughs> you can get vehicles that have um like uh accelerators that are like uh like yeah I
1: hand yeah, controlled. Yeah. I, I know that, but like that van does not look like it would have that.
2: In general, you know, you buy a new one with She it.
1: feels bad. And she's like, oh, do you need a hand? So she tries to help him. He's like, oh, you've been super helpful. And then stands up and knocks her out with some chemical that he injects into her.
2: And you're like, oh, but no, this guy's after, just an asshole.
1: But after making sure there's no air bubbles in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> you and I both know he doesn't care about that. Oh, no, because the next scene is him dismembering her body. <laughs> yep. yep. All
0: kinds of not okay. It's fine, though.
1: Yeah. And then we cut back to the hospital and they're.
2: Having a nice conversation.
1: Yeah, making sure the boy's okay. And the doctor's like, this is super fucking whack. And Walter's like, whack is what we do.
0: and he uh walter drops a reference to saint Clair's, essentially <laughs> something that happened there and the doctor's like oh were you were you uh at saint Clair's, Oh, did there? you
1: practice there
0: did you practice there i wonder going oh no i was a patient yeah. and then we get another great wait what the fuck look from the
2: doctor <laughs> yeah the, the doctor's just kind of like um this isn't good <laughs> why did i listen to this guy and why did he insult my iq <laughs> peter quickly tries to brush it aside yeah, he
1: like he steals a piece of the boy's toast too, and is like, "I was a patient." Takes a bite, and, <laughs> and Peter's like, "Oh, what a jokester, my old man!" Ha ha ha!
0: Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, and then, and then Peter's just like, "Hey, maybe don't mention that thing that you know would put people off from you know talking to you and trusting you." But and then fine. we
1: then we find out Olivia is like good with kids, I guess. Yeah, because she seems to be the only one who can. The kid seems interested in her
2: or comfortable around this, really this is what she's been training for with all those moments with ella from the past couple episodes foreshadowing yeah
1: <laughs> and so she gets a phone call and saying um that they found another body and the kid reaches out and grabs her pen as she's writing down the address and then writes down uh upside down and backwards uh sam gilmore which just happens to be the name of new victim which is totally okay
0: yep which they also don't find out about until they go to the body
1: yeah as well
0: which is another whole level of what the fuck
2: (laughs) i I do like oh man i I will say because you you see him writing this thing learning to write upside down and backwards would just be the worst right like
0: (laughs) i mean technically it wouldn't be any harder than learning to write normally
2: oh those motherfuckers And so the
0: whole thing is, the kid doesn't know how to write, so the level of difficulty for him to write backwards and, like, whatever, is
2: the same.
1: And so they arrive on scene and find the body, and she has been, like, I guess dolled up is the best term for it. Uh, She's in a white dress, some of her tattoos have been cut out of her, and then the skin stitched back together. Her hair is black and, like, cut. She's very, like,
0: 40s-era housewife
2: is, what, yeah.
0: is that kind of look. And it's all kind of not okay. And I'm like, I thought
1: this was fringe, not criminal minds.
2: <laughs> well, we, we like, needed some more body gore. Like, it had been a while.
1: Did
0: we? Did we, though?
2: <laughs> David, imagine if instead she was giving birth while this was happening.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, two episodes ago was, was transforming Hedgehog Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Sonic. best episode. <laughs> it was a good episode. Transforming <laughs> Hedgehog Man is the highlight of season one, and I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Sonic ooh, the
2: Hedgehog? Ooh. I, yeah, I disagree, but... <laughs>
1: do you guys remember
0: in Sonic I guess I'm going to fight you, next. Yep. In Sonic 06, where you kissed a human woman.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember you you the mean, Sonic it? game where everyone thinks they're a knight of the round table? Because why not?
0: hey do you remember a sonic game that was good no because that was before we were born <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> hey i mean there was that that team that started as a fan project creating like oh sonic, mania. sonic games yeah yeah right and i don't got think hired of... by sega and it was basically recreate sonic 3
0: yeah sonic mania doesn't count as <laughs> something Sega <laughs> made. Though? sonic team yeah
1: um sonic all-stars racing
0: no, that was the, okay. the first one's not even that good. Sonic also transforms better, but still. Anyway, way tangity. <laughs> not related to the fringe. Yes. Um, So uh, Olivia's uh, understandably shooken up about the fact that the name the child wrote and sent her off with was the name
2: of the corpse she was going to meet.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a bit unnerving.
2: Yeah, almost like you know, well but the, the great thing is, is you're like, oh no, the kid's a part of this, and then you're like he was just locked up in you know a building for like a bunch of years
0: well my first honestly my first instinct the first time i watched this episode was that uh i thought the ghost network was coming back <laughs> <laughs> because again it's oh, hey, that dude, would have been
1: such a good way to do it a dude is, no. pre- is
0: predicting a murder and i'm like oh they did this before in the ghost network uh, but nope no spoiler alert that's it's not it's not the ghost network
2: you mean that that thing that was really cool that nope should nope. definitely be brought back
1: but is yeah. never spoken of again i believe at least in season one <laughs> uh, uh, what
2: happens next then um i don't have it right now
0: oh i Dang. think we cut back then to the hospital where walter is or to the lab
1: No, we cut back to the FBI where Charlie is giving a briefing on the artist. Ah,
0: okay. Right, because now they've definitely confirmed it's the artist with that new most recent serial killing. Yeah.
1: Because that's his MO where he like kidnaps women, removes all non-traditional markings, and then makes them look pretty her ish I guess. They're all talking in a briefing room. I think they're looking up feral children because they're like, how did he know the name? And I think Walter expounds on some possible psychic stuff. Yes. And like, oh, living underground would have done weird things to his development. So maybe he's more sensitive to stuff, I think was the early analysis. Mm-hmm. But then Walter is very excited because he tells Broyles he found his turntable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Again, the most important plot point. <laughs> Usually the most important part of this entire episode is the turntable. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, we uh, are getting this lecture from Walter and we uh, then learn, oh, wait, nope, there's another victim, uh, which is, you know, always a good sign. Uh, And we uh, get turned, uh, we we go to the next scene where uh, we meet our good friend, the artist again. Uh, This time, surprisingly, not in a wheelchair because he's not trying to make someone feel bad. Um, And it's just like, oh, you've got a super nice dog and is talking to this woman who has a nice dog. And you're like, oh no, what's he going to do to her? Uh,
1: (laughs) What's he going to do to the dog?
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. uh, I don't want to think about that.
1: Yeah, And then Olivia goes back and she's like, hey, you want some M&Ms? Because he's apparently been on an all-fluid diet. And again, really nice scene of Olivia being good with kids and She's like, I don't like the yellow ones because they're, they're weird. And he apparently follows suit because he doesn't eat any of the yellow ones either. But um, Olivia gets called away and there's a, a social worker who's like, well, he, if no one claims him, he'll go in foster care and all this. And Olivia's like, "I." it seems like Olivia's like, I want to take him in. But I, I think she knows she can't.
0: She does not have the bandwidth to raise a child right
1: now. Yeah. Yeah, because the guy's like, oh, we need a facility that can treat him properly, so he's getting moved tomorrow.
0: Olivia is rightfully sort of upset by that and beaten up by that. And...
1: Yeah, and the kid is like staring through. He can't hear anything, but he's just staring through the window watching them talk. And then he starts to have like a an attack and he starts freaking out. And Olivia manages to calm him down. And she's touch- she's holding his hands and she starts getting like, I think she gets like a weird, it's like a two frame flash. And it seems like the kid's responsible for it. And then we find out the caseworker... Yeah, the caseworker walks out and he's like, oh, we found another one, which means he's not a caseworker. Yeah. Because no one's looking up for children in this show. All kinds of ominous. Yeah. And then as a parting gift before she goes, um, the child writes down an address for Mm -hmm. Olivia. Again, upside down.
0: Again, he doesn't know how to write right side up. It's the same difficulty for him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just talking about for the actor... (laughs) Yeah, uh, for
0: the actor i don't yeah, think for the actor that
2: would
1: suck
0: <laughs> people do it all the time at montana's
1: Do yeah they? and those, yeah. those servers they write talk name, about how annoying it is when
0: they write their name at the beginning <laughs> it's always upside down
2: and backwards for you uh, that's fair
1: nick when was the last time you were to montana's
2: um i don't know if i've ever been doing montana's uh, we should really? go to montana's
1: they have really good uh, i was gonna be like they have really good cocktails but that doesn't matter to you <laughs> really good they have
2: really good trash
1: barbecue they do have really good trash barbecue.
0: But I can make
2: my own trash
1: barbecue. No, you can no, make that's not barbecue. Trash barbecue.
0: That's regular barbecue. It's like Montana's <laughs> is the equivalent of saying, hey, I want a burger. Let's go to McDonald's. Oh, yeah. it's trash. <laughs> but oh. it's
1: good. Yeah. Oh, speaking oh. of barbecues, the squirrels moved out. Oh, hey, that's good. you can
2: finally barbecue yourself.
1: <laughs> I get to burn my barbecue and then use it.
2: <laughs> really give that a good clean? Yay. <laughs> um but yeah we move on to the next scene where olivia and charlie are casing around an area where this this woman's been abducted um and we see inside of this car where um, the man
0: is hiding and holding his hand over the woman's mouth and it is not okay oh it's so (laughs) not
1: okay again less... (laughs) less criminal minds please more fringe and also, goddamn,
2: that's a fucking creepy-ass van. It's got just a little porthole in the back, which is not, yeah. like, that's not standard.
1: <laughs> sure so... That's custom.
2: That's custom. The, that's a weird the, custom.
0: The murder in this is so not fringe and just so, like,
2: real serial killer. I, I don't appreciate it. It's, it's really strange because you're like, this doesn't feel right. Like, it, it just, it feels out of place almost. <laughs>
0: be more comfortable if it if he was killing them with like a magic finger that turned them inside
2: out yeah finger banging them oh <laughs> come on david
0: <laughs> uh, i guess nick's inner child is 14 <laughs> oh.
1: uh yeah <laughs> and then olivia uh olivia goes home because they they weren't able to find her and she's having a drink with her sister having a talk when charlie calls her and is like hey we found the victim." There's blood underneath her fingernail, so we'll see. Um, I think he left the dog alive.
2: Yes, he did. Yeah. He okay, left good. him tied up to a fence. Thank God.
1: Good. But I think Charlie's like, yeah. They estimate time of death was then, and Olivia's like, shit, we were there. Yeah. Which. Oh,
0: yep. It's <laughs> even worse. Right there. And then it doesn't help that the address the kid wrote was like
2: right there too.
1: Yeah. Yep. It it was like parked in front of that house. Yeah,
2: and like you know, Charlie does have the regular thing of being like, "Hey, there's no way we could have done this, but oh,
0: and
2: you could have." Yeah. And then
0: Olivia goes to the handwritten note, that says the address where they
1: were, and goes, "Yeah,
2: could have." But like maybe.
1: <laughs> and then Olivia goes to visit Peter and Walter because, understandably, she's like, "How? How,
2: like, how does this keep?"
1: Once, do once is random. Twice in Fringe World, that's a pattern because. <laughs> This is this is a random enough event Two, that's that's something there. Yeah. And like, she goes and Peter's like, Walter, can you please come out? Olivia needs to talk to you. He's like, tell her to come back later. I'm taking a bath. And he does and love out just,
2: in, a, in a in a nice red robe.
1: <laughs> but I love the idea of like just John Noble sitting in a bathtub all grumpy like, no, I want a bath.
2: Hey, it could have been worse. He could have come out like <laughs> sopping wet. Yeah. And that would have made for just uh, quite the scene. <laughs>
1: It is a very nice robe, though.
2: It is. It is a nice robe, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And uh, they're having their conversation about, all right, h- how does this kid do this? Because um, yeah, no, twice means hmm, he's he's obviously linked to this person instead of just yeah. Well, he knows everything, and he's all knowing, and he's you know just telling us random things because that's essentially <laughs> what the other thing is, right? Like it's just like, well, I guess this kid just knows everything, and this child
1: is God. <laughs> <laughs> We did so, it. We found God. Like it means
2: it means if he if he mentions something entirely different and it's just an entirely different event that's happening, it's like, oh no, we've we've done something a lot more powerful. This is like now he's just connected to this one thing, it's fine. It's just the ghost network. It's just the ghost <laughs> network too. It's fine.
0: Like maybe we should go get that guy and see if he said anything else. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's not how this show works.
2: Yep. Or, you know, continue to monitor that network even because they cracked it, sort of. Yeah
0: not really they didn't really
2: but they made people think they did
0: yes anyway enough of the ghost network we bring it up so often (laughs) because it's such a cool idea that it's so much as well does that's the issue so olivia is essentially going trying to figure out hey can maybe like could he be using his powers to help us like why did he help us and they uh walter's essentially like oh he must have uh felt a connection to you or uh and wanted to help you uh do we get into the description of what his powers are here or what uh, the
2: fringes i think walter pheromones at this point is what
1: i yeah. he doesn't he, he, or and
0: he also like, posits like a shark right because yes.
2: of the electrical
0: sort of yeah he's like some you have sort an of electromagnetic
1: field the, the boy might be sensitive to them
0: it's because exactly. he was living so long trapped in that low oxygen environment to find any sort of stimulus
2: that that gives you superpowers hyper stimulus now See, all you gotta do is go and train in a low-oxygen environment for, like, 30 years. You can have I mean, superpowers
0: yes. too. Or, or they die. also say that he's probably much older than he looks, because the low-oxygen environment stunted his growth.
1: Which... Mm. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. So I'm... Olivia goes back to visit him in the hospital, and he has really followed her advice, and not eaten the yellow M&Ms, but instead made them into, like, a triangle pattern.
2: Well, it's like
1: an arrow. (laughs) Yeah. Because he knows shapes. He does. (laughs) And then he's watching Wiley Coyote with Astrid. Because, hey, she needs to be in this episode, too.
2: It is important, you know. I think this
0: episode is where I first noticed that Walter was calling her uh, Miss Farnsworth or Agent Farnsworth a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because the uh, writers got lazy, like we do, and couldn't think of other words for Astrid.
2: (laughs) Astro. Astrid, I think, you're the best.
0: Or Walter learned her name.
1: No. Uh, no. no, no. Never. <laughs> Actually never. Not allowed. He he knows her name when he's uh angry or it's urgent.
2: Even then though, it's a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Miss Parts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then Walter like rummages through his office, he's like, ah, oh, I found it. Old Betsy, and he pulls out just like this metal headband with this cajole of wires, and is like, "This will let us know what's going on in his brain."
0: Yes. Um, isn't that the exact same device from the uh, Ghost Network?
1: It looks. I believe it is. I believe so.
2: <laughs> he he does. He does call it the oral stimulator, which is
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> they had to drill into that dude's head last time in order to flip yes. it, which they reference this time as hey we're not using that on the child and yeah. we're not drilling into his head we're not Walter's
2: poor child's skull right
0: and yeah. Walter's kind of like well fine I guess I'll adjust it so we don't have to
2: <laughs> they're like <"Do laughs> we, are we are have like, to dude, why couldn't you do that before
1: yeah they're they're like Walter we're not drilling into the skull and he's like oh it shouldn't be too hard to make it so I don't have to they're like <laughs> what why is that the first place you go. <laughs> Listen,
0: it's just obviously the easiest method that he chose.
1: Yeah, and then the caseworker, who's not a caseworker, pokes his head and he's like, who took the kid? And they're like, "Oh, don't right. know. Don't I worry, he's,
2: he's fine, we're sure.
1: He's with an FBI agent, it's all cool. Yeah,
2: exactly. Couldn't be bad. Couldn't be bad.
1: And then in an attempt... Sorry, I've got the scene on right now. But in an attempt to make the kid not afraid of the headgear, Walter puts a record on with his refound turntable and starts dancing with things. (laughs) And it's a beautiful scene. it's, It's silly.
2: It's silly enough. Like, you know... It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a it's a good little scene. It's
0: silly, and it also shows that Walter is good with children.
2: Yes, which is terrifying, considering what Walter used to do. Hey, uh-huh. I
0: was trying not to think of those of of the <laughs> of the implied meaning behind why he's so good at getting children to relax for weird science experiments. Yeah,
2: before you put the weird science stuff on their heads. <laughs> yeah, don't, like, don't think this, about it. This won't hurt you. <laughs> see, it's fine. I can dance with it on here. Why don't you put it on? Yeah, they really don't mention that very much, at, at least in season one, where they're like, hey, you know, Walter, <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you previously do? But ooh.
1: but unfortunately, before they can turn the thing on, uh, not a caseworker and Broyles bust busting the door and not a caseworker is like, you think you can just steal a kid and get Which, away with it? And Olivia faces very obviously like, kind of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the, kind of. That's how it I works, al- right? I almost case- did obviously, this kid likes me more, therefore he's mine. Yeah. They're they're
1: like dogs. And she's like, well, he's assisting me in an investigation.
2: Which, to be fair, the kid hasn't given any sort of consent, which...
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then Broyles, again, is like, "Eh, he's not actually social services. He's CIA. Whoopsies. Damn it, you found me out. (laughs) I'm like, Broyles, like, maybe give her more heads up. I know there's red tape, but like,
2: but like, when you're gonna be breaking it later anyways dude be, how does french
1: division not have dibs on everything though
0: <laughs> to be fair Olivia's is real snarky to that dude where she's like yeah i took him for in order yeah. for him to help on the investigation because you didn't have clearance to find that out and then she's like wait what you're you're a CIA agent and he's like yeah you didn't have clearance to find that out
1: but it's also like he's like oh you're gonna run experiments on that kid and he's like the cio wants to take him to study him and she's like oh so you're gonna take him to run experiments on him yeah it's very back and forth and Broyles looks very uncomfortable like a child calling out their parents for the first time
2: well it's it's almost like Broyles is going oh man uh maybe neither of these sides is okay yeah maybe this is you know a child and you should be doing this (laughs) But you know, it's it's fine. Nothing nothing bad can come out of this, right? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Nothing bad happens in the Fringe universe. Never. There's
1: nothing there's nothing ominous about the child staring very intently at the CIA agent and then we going to commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> oh it's <laughs> like
2: they're they're setting something up right there.
1: With some mm-hmm. with some very deep bass tones playing <laughs> before they get cut off.
2: Musical sting, musical sting. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we cut back and olivia's you know they're they are back putting the the headband on the kid
1: because you know everything's fine now don't worry about it uh peter's so. letting him play with some of his old toys you know to calm him down again calm. and then they find out that um the cow actually killed the woman because the blood underneath her fingernails was uh cow blood yes yep it was actually
0: gene so. the entire time <laughs> we
1: caught the killer let's make some hamburgers and go home
2: exactly <laughs> i don't know if gene's that kind of cow
1: but you know <laughs> every cow is every that kind cow. of cow if you try hard enough uh, it's um, just not but, as
2: easy
0: shockingly <laughs> enough the cow was not the killer it turns out i mean in fringe it is just as likely the cow could have been the killer like all, all we gotta do
2: is we just gotta have it where it's like oh yeah no the guy actually like mut- mutated into a cow <laughs> <laughs> and, and both, both of like all three of us would believe that at this point we'd be like oh goddamn they cut the fringe till real late in this episode
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> who
2: knew who knew that the artist was actually Bart cow
0: <laughs> so olivia decides to go do...
2: that's why he left a
1: pail of milk at every crisis <laughs>
0: <laughs> so olivia decides to go investigate and she ends up at a or uh Peter essentially has an idea where he's going. Oh, uh, I used to work uh, at a meat packing plant, sweeping the floors, and we used to use a whole bunch of this huge, like industry level quality plastic to wrap up all the meat. Do mm-hmm. you think he got his hands on that, and that's why we're seeing the bovine stuff? And she's just like, I mean, I guess I'll go check it out. Like, and they, and they, go, she goes off to investigate some meat packing plants. Which, oh man, that
2: would be a lot of effort and not a lot of fun. Smells.
1: Yeah, that would that would mess with you. I mean, she's been on multiple crime scenes where like there's severe decomp on the bodies. Like I'm sure Oh yeah, that no, you, you got to be you got to be
2: reasonably used to it at this point. Yeah. I just mean like, you know, like you know, I've, I've walked, you know, walked through the stockyards in Toronto
1: and it smells all through the stockyards. Like yeah. it's unfortunate. <laughs> so meanwhile, while she goes to a pork processing plant, um, yes. they start running the experiment on the child. And
2: I I really like how it's not a child's voice that eventually comes out of this, by the way.
1: Yeah, it's like Microsoft Sally. Yes. And then the kid starts shivering intently because somehow his body temperature has dropped dramatically. And they okay, turn
0: the machine off.
1: Just as it coincides with Olivia walking into the meat freezer.
0: <laughs> All kinds of. Mm. Ooh.
1: Um, but Olivia is
0: sort of talking there and she's like, yeah, so I need to like look at all of your employees and do this. I have suspects about, so I'm suspicious about this because of the plastic. And the guy is working the beep, like kind of goes quiet and goes, oh, the plastic. And she's like, wait, what about the plastic? She's like, well, a guy came in a while back and bought a lot of it off of us. Yeah. yeah. A
1: really creepy guy.
0: Yeah. All okay. kinds of red flags.
2: Real, real yeah. dude came in and was like, hey, I'll give you like double the price of whatever you pay for this plastic. <laughs>
1: And then speaking of creepy guy, he's helping an old lady put stuff into her trunk.
2: Oh no, nothing She's bad like, come oh. out of this, right?
1: She's like, oh, your mother raised you well. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, she did after I stitched her up. Because oh. <laughs> he killed his mom, right? I mean, uh, odds are pretty high. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, I'm I'm more towards the fact that he didn't kill his mom, but someone did. And that's part of the reason he's like this right now.
1: I uh, no, I want a Criminal Minds like crossover episode with this.
2: Uh, but, yeah, we do finally have a sketch of this guy from Olivia, which is nice. Um, means that, you know, they can start trying to canvas the area, though it's, you know, not the best looking sketch.
1: Yeah, it's. But Peter's like, haha, I was correct. The plastic I did come things. from a meat processing plant. And Walter's like, hold on, wait, was she in the freezer at like this time? And Peter's like, well, why does that matter? And Walter's like, just do it. Yep. So he does, and this is where Walter's like, "Holy shit, the kid's empathetic."
2: Yep, it's like, "Oh my god, I figured it out."
1: But like, psychically empathetic, not like morally or or psycho- psychologically, the cool kind of empath, not like the one you're expected to be as a human being. <laughs> I feel like I should make that distinction. <laughs> yes,
2: uh, but yeah, no, we we uh, learn that. Okay, no, he he's got he's got a link here, um, and um, is like very well off and all of that.
1: And he's apparently like kind of imprinted on Olivia, I guess, Mm. where he's like, you're my person.
2: Which, like, yeah, no, Olivia's been probably the nicest to him out of everyone so far.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, she gave him an M&M, Candy.
2: She gave him candy. Don't worry, just go to Smarties, David, it's fine.
0: I don't know why I couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: also, we, we are Canadian, so Smarties are the little other chocolate ones, not, the, not Rockets. Uh, Oh yeah,
0: America's fucked up with their Rockets and their Smarties. Yeah,
1: for the Americans listening, your Smarties, the little chalk candies, are Rockets up here, and then we have Chocolate Smarties, which are chocolate covered in a candy shell, a lot like M&M's, but not, and those are called Smarties except they melt in
2: your hand because smarties are just not quite as good as m&ms for that oh yeah. smarties
0: are far superior taste wise yes taste wise
2: yes. yes but they, they do melt, melt in your
1: hand they melt in your hand and in your mouth yes <laughs>
0: take a smarty any day and then also i would take a rocket as well rockets are great
1: (laughs) rockets are really good but like the the smarties come in like just little cardboard tubes on halloween and you just dump like all 12 of them in your method once you just said it's great
0: such a good so many good halloween memories guys we should go trick-or-treating no Mm -hmm. no We should just dress up full and cover our faces and pretend to be children and go trick-or-treating.
1: You can pull that off. Nick and I cannot. You guys are too tall. Nick and I are both six foot plus.
0: Can you pull a reverse two children in a trench coat? Can you be (laughs) one man pretending to be two children in a trench coat? (laughs)
2: Listen, Charlie (laughs) and I will be the gay parents of you.
1: I that's that's like how way right? Bird. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. His sideburns just come in really strong for a 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, where are we in the episode? Uh,
1: Olivia, they realize he's an empath, and Olivia's <laughs> like, okay, like this guy's hurting people, I need you to help me solve it. So he gives them an intersection. And so they set up a roadblock, and they start stopping everyone. And they're looking at the sketch that they got from the meat worker, and... They, they're talking to the killer, and they're like, okay, you seem clean, let's go. But then Olivia notices um, his yellow tree air freshener. Yep, maybe and, that wasn't an arrow. Yeah, and then thinks back to the M&M, it's clearly an arrow, and I feel like props could have done more work to make that more tree-like. You know, take out like a
2: couple more M&Ms even?
1: Yeah, just like take one out every third or fourth layer to make it more jagged, and I'm on board with yeah. this. But... Then he starts driving away, he crashes, they are in pursuit, we get a chase scene. Um they end up in a cemetery because the criminal minds is strong with this one. It really is. This is somehow the least fringy fringe episode, and we have a kid who's psychic. Yes.
2: Psychic empath even.
1: Who lived underground for how long?
2: Yeah. Um, on the bright side, we do get to, when he crashes the car and then runs, um, we do get to see that, hey, the old woman is mostly safe. She's just got, you know, a, a big ouch on her head. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's better than all the other women. So, progress? Yeah.
2: He, he's and then- been subduing them all in different ways. His MO is so just off the mark. It's everywhere. Yeah.
1: And then he... Like gets a jump on Olivia, a small fight scene ensues. She loses her gun. He's got this big knife. Oh, yeah. And in, it's in a the fight. Up, isn't it? No, it's a knife. It's just got that huge like bottle opener hook. In oh, it. yeah.
2: No, it does. Yep. No, nope. never mind.
1: Olivia manages to like swing his arm around. So he stabs himself in like the stomach, but still dies in like three seconds, which always bugged me. Yeah. Like, you're stabbed in the stomach. The knife makes a little bit of a seal. You're going to live for a bit. To it's gonna be painful
2: well she does does she not pull the knife out with it? No, no, okay I thought when she released just... she might have pulled his arm and pulled the knife out which with that no. nasty looking hook on the end ye he...
1: yeah, and then they go back to the lab and they they uh hand the kid back off to the one doctor who was taking care of him initially and it's like she's gonna take care of you everything's gonna be okay and the kid kind of like I guess transfers to her and he's like done with olivia it's a very emotional sad goodbye
2: it really is you're like oh we and, don't get to have this kid around for for you know all of yeah. the uh all of the help on cases he's not just and then a we get member.
1: <laughs> then we get a great scene of bros talking to the CIA agent being like eh, i do know man lost the kid
0: well i think he also <laughs> does it more of sort of a putting. uh Blame away from the fringe team because he's like, they're like, how did you lose that kid? He's like, that's what I want to know. You <laughs> showed lots of interest in the child, and now he's missing, huh? It's almost how like the CIA does
1: that. <laughs> he's like, House... hmm, I'm going to launch a full investigation in this topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, I too want to know what's going on. <laughs>
2: Which, hey, that's what you gotta do. And at least he kept a straight face unlike any of us that were doing that. It's
1: such a oh. good double plot. <laughs> he so he doesn't, though. At the end, Broyles has very clearly got a big-ass smirk on his face. Oh, yeah. He's like, haha, ha, played you, CIA man. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> Get
2: the fuck out of here, CIA. <laughs> to be fair, it's not like he actually played him because the CIA guy goes, knows he's, his people didn't take, didn't take yeah. a child. Well, he's I mean, played like, well, him okay. in the
1: fact that the kid is gone. Yes, and CIA and they have
2: him. plausible deniability. Uh, we
1: of. get a very happy scene of Liv playing with her sister and her niece, and then the kid is in the back of a car, smiling with a ball cap that is much too big for his body. That brim is like five inches out. Yeah, it's fine. But he's smiling, and then all of a sudden he stops smiling, and you're like, hmm. And he looks out the window, and <laughs> hey. <laughs> If you missed the Observer citing this episode, you didn't watch the episode. You literally <laughs>
2: didn't watch the episode.
1: you missed it, how? <laughs> and damn. at this point, it may be occurring to some of you watching, Oh my god, the kid had no eyebrows and was bald too.
2: Weird. And, you know, was able to like... <laughs> had all these other things that you know made it really easy for him to know where events were going to be occurring
1: yeah isn't that funky crazy
2: so there's some sort of
1: connection that's the end of the episode
2: exactly hey david did you think that this kid was an observer kid after seeing that did they did they paint it out (laughs)
1: clear enough
0: um yes (laughs) that was clear enough (laughs) from the long eye contact and them looking very similar
2: Did, did you have it before the Observer showed up, though?
1: No. <laughs> um, the cipher for this episode is Walter.
2: It could also be playing back to our last, like, you know, main topic Observer episode where Walter took a big part in it and is the only one yeah. that really knows more about the Observers. I'm kind of surprised that he never posited that this kid was an Observer. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: he was kind of like a sleeper agent I don't. Mean, in that episode, so he wasn't
2: really...
1: We also I... need to take into yeah. account that the last cipher was Olivia.
2: Yes, we are starting to get into a uh, a pattern.
1: So a pattern. Hey. hey. <laughs> yes, yes, it is a pattern. Um, because spoilers. Next cipher is Peter. <laughs> oh, hey, spoilers! Spoilers. <laughs> God damn it! Um. And oh, David, would Where's would you like to know the next episode What's clue for the, this episode? What's the
2: goddamn <laughs> hey, clue? Hey, that one's mine to give out. What's the clue? All right, so. Uh, Remember that newsstand from the last episode, David? No, absolutely not. Well, no, where, where the first guy gets his face melted.
0: Oh yes, that newsstand. Yes. Yeah.
2: So hey, um, you know what you should do? You should go back and you should watch that scene and you should look up on the rooftop of that newspaper stand. Because what guess what's on the top of that newspaper stand?
0: What's on the top of that newspaper stand? A yellow tree air freshener. I hate <laughs> I chilling hate on the fringe. Roof. Ever since we found out these are a thing, my enjoyment of fringe has gone down. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, you're going to really hate it next time. Yes. Uh,
2: oh, no, I hope you keep it's saying, it's, saying that. No, <laughs> this one is so true. bad.
1: This one is such a stretch. All it right, really well.
2: Is. The next one I is. Hope so, so, David, the I, important thing to remember is at least the Fringe Wiki has only kept notes of these for the first season. I think they only did them for the first season. Um, Maybe. We don't know that. They could just be so
0: well hidden (laughs) in the the, uh, the next four seasons that no one's found them.
2: (laughs) If we've got like a super fringe fan that's listening to the podcast right now and happens to know whether they just discontinued them after season one or they just got better and the fringe wiki never actually figured them out, um, let us know in the comments.
0: Yeah, one listener. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, ratings for this episode. What are ratings, guys?
1: Uh, This is a solid four. This is a fun episode. Very criminal mindsy, really? but not that bad. Um, also, like Nick and I said, sets up a lot for the future. I know it's a fun topic, Olivia character episode. Never gonna hate on it. Yeah. Oh, okay, three and a half maybe on. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: What, I was thinking three and a half. Like, definitely not a bad episode, and definitely a good episode, but not a great episode is what I was saying. Like, this is uh I think pretty just like this is we're still in It's an enjoyable episode. Uh, it doesn't make me sad or angry, and <laughs>
2: that's definitely <simply laughs> always a plus. Um, yeah, no, I I have to I have to agree with you guys, Charlie. As you're saying, it's a very it's a very good setup at, episode, and it's you know a, an important episode. Um, so you know it definitely gains points because of that. Uh, despite the fact you know an episode shouldn't gain points just because it's you know,
1: yeah relevant. Uh, and uh, Anna does act the works. shit out of this episode, though.
2: She does, um, and you you get. You get the different. You definitely get a different side of Olivia in this episode. Um, yeah, which is I think nice
1: to it, see. It, it feels like the the showrunners and the writers went to her and were like, "Hey, do you think you can do like ninety percent screen time?" And she yeah. went, "Yeah," and then did because there's very little anyone else in this episode.
2: It really is. Um, like Astrid has the two yeah. scenes.
1: I think Joshua Jackson has maybe five lines total.
2: Walter gets the penis scene though. Uh, which yes, does. <laughs> obviously not actually visible in the episode but I do like when Peter calls him out in the, when he's wearing the robe <laughs> and Walter's like oh Peter don't be such a prude Olivia's yes. obviously seen a penis before
0: <laughs> that was a good line <laughs> Um, so this episode came out to uh, pretty medium uh, reviews and ratings. Um, I can see got like why. A, yeah. Got like a B or like a se- high 70 sort of infamous ratings. Yeah. Interestingly enough, this episode came out after a two-month hiatus. So oh, between yes, Inner Child and the last episode, there's a two-month break. Yeah. And then this episode was moved to a new time slot because it was delayed by 30 minutes because of American Idol, which ran oh, long that
1: night. Oh, God. <sighs> Wait, what happened in 2009 that would take a hiatus? Because the writer's strike wasn't until later?
0: I, it, listen, it just took a. It must have just taken a break.
2: Yeah, there, there's like a second break there, which sucks because that means that you got four episodes. Like you got 11, 12, 13, 14.
0: I mean, it was airing on Fox. So, you know, they have a great track record for treating their shows right.
1: Yes. <laughs> was it because the team needed to leave to do the Star Trek movie?
0: I have, I don't know. It doesn't say why. It just there it was a two month hiatus.
2: In general, you complete your show before you you put up the first episode, but you know. So uh,
0: the source for that on the Wikipedia is dead. So who knows? Yep.
2: Uh, but yeah. Also, by the way, three and a half for me. <laughs> okay, three and a half.
1: Star Trek first premiered like its like opening premiere date was in the Sydney Opera House on April seventh, two thousand nine and then general release was May 8th. So it's not crazy to think they would have been pulled away to do something. I mean, this aired
0: April 7th.
1: Yeah, after a two-month hiatus though.
0: Yeah. Maybe they might have had to do like some final editing or something. We can yeah. only speculate. We don't know. Yeah. Or know. maybe but something yeah. maybe
2: something happened timing-wise that meant that, you know, some of these episodes weren't going to be cool if they showed up in the next like couple weeks. Like there might have been like an event or something that happened and they're like, "Ooh, me? this is gonna strike yeah. nerve this, is, right this is a lot of
0: speculation guys we yes we, we don't really know and it's also not speculation about fringe it's speculation about the production of fringe
2: <laughs> yes which we know so little about and exactly it would be good to learn more about uh <laughs> yeah.
0: all right uh why don't you uh bring us to the end of the episode then charlie
1: uh yeah thank you for listening um please tweet at us at forsaf on twitter email us at forsaf at gmail.com um i will give out david's uh, personal phone number
0: wait what to to uh, the first right now who tweets?
1: <laughs> yes to the first person who tweets i will dm you david's i will dox david why
2: <laughs> um
1: you can if you're just finding us then welcome aboard uh please tell your friends about us we're found anywhere podcasts are found uh keep listening quality may go up may go down only way is to stay tuned outro The theme music
0: for Four Seasons and a Funeral is Algorithms by Chad Crouch, and is licensed under an Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Creative Commons license.